Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the SD Besties podcast. Hello. Hello. We are back. <laughs> um, today is Boss Behavior with a special guest, an amazing entrepreneur, a woman who carries herself so well. She is an inspiration to a lot of people, and she's a really good friend of ours and an amazing client, Tess Adams. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a really fun one. This is going to be a lot of big boss moves. Absolutely. There's going to be a lot of tips in here. We're going to learn a lot about Tess today and everything that she does, everything from real estate to marketing. Um, We're going to be talking about her definition of being a boss, confidence and carrying yourself, how to present yourself in a room. And I'm just, I'm really excited. I am too. For today's episode. Yes. Gets better and better every time. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into it. We're going to bring Tess in and get it started. Cheers. 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 Thanks for having me, ladies. Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we are going to start by, as usual, just having Tess give a little um, intro kind of about yourself, what your career is, any background information that you're comfortable sharing, whatever. Just give us a little synopsis. All right. Well, um, I have been a resident in here in, right here in Wilmington for the last uh, 17 years which is exactly when I started my own business. Um, And I raised my son here, and Mm -hmm. I have been, like, right here in the heart of the city, which I like working with all business owners and other entrepreneurs. And I built my business around providing services uh, for kind of like the underdogs of the community, too, people that didn't have a resource, an affordable resource. And so I've really helped a lot of people build their businesses right here. And it's like a community. It's like having a family. And I really love that. I really, yeah, I really love that. I like that my son now can, like, go around town and everyone knows, like, that's him. Yeah, they're (laughs) like, oh, that's Tessa's son. And he's a little spoiled. If we ever move somewhere, he's going to be like, I have to pay for my chicken tenders? (laughs) Sorry, buddy, you do. You know, so here in Wilmington, you might not because your mom works. He has all the connections. Literally, he's very well-connected 11-year-old. Um, but, I, yeah, I started out, I have an accounting degree from University of Maryland, okay. and I used to work for um, a accounting firm here on Silverside Road when I first uh, got out of college. Um, I had gotten out of the military. I had Uncle Sam pay for my degree from me. Know that about mm-hmm. you? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I am. A, I'm actually a wounded veteran. Wow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <I'm Miss> Tess. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, uh, and but unfortunately, around that time that I was getting out of college and got my first like post college, my first big girl job, um, our economy was kind of crashing because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they let too many people get home loans that weren't really qualified. Yep. And so the accounting firm I worked for, we did the books for all small business owners. And a lot of them were okay. heavy service-based industry, construction, real estate, developers. Big boys. Big boys, yeah. Mm-hmm. But those big boys were hurting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously, when you're the last one hired, you're the first one fired or laid mm-hmm. off. And they were like, sorry, Tess, you know, you're lowest woman on the totem pole right <laughs> now. So Blessing in disguise, though. But it still. was. It was. So, I said, I said, well, that stinks. So, like, I was unemployed for about 30 minutes. 30 I minutes. love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, the, the clients that I had built a rapport with mm-hmm. um, at the accounting firm, I mean, they knew that they paid their bill to Snyder and company CPA, but Mm. it was Tess Adams that they were, 
dealing with with, every day. And so they needed to save some money too. I mean, obviously getting rid of your accounting service is not the first thing you want to do. Even when you're having financial issues, you want someone to be helping you manage that. And someone that's uh, in that field that knows what they're talking about to still help you. Even if your money is a little bit now, instead of a lot of it, you still need help managing that. So they were giving me calls on my personal cell phone and like, where did you go? And I'm like, well, I'm at home right now watching TV because I don't have a job. (laughs) And uh, they were like, well, can you do our books for a little less than the firm? And I said, well, shoot, I can do it for a lot of less because yeah, because they're paying over $100 an hour for CPA services when really they just need a good bookkeeper and then Mm -hmm. maybe go see their CPA at the end of the year. So I instantly started providing really valuable services at a more affordable rate. And I have some of those clients still today. Mm. They love you for it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And to be 20-ish, 21-ish and making like 55, 60 bucks an hour is, I mean, especially back Good. then, I don't want to give my That's age away amazing. too much, but back then that was a <laughs> lot of money. Yes, yes. yes. No, yeah. seriously. Wow. I love that. So I've just grown. I've grown here. I'm, I'm really appreciative of the city of Wilmington and yep. it was, Delaware is one of the best places to start a business. That's why so many large corporations have set up shop here. Um, so, I mean, it was, you know, right. So it was a good move. Yep. So when you um, were kind of recruited by those companies were you considered like an independent at that point like would you say that's like your first dive into kind of entrepreneurship working for yourself yeah they forced me into it because I didn't have an LLC (laughs) set up and um the first year I started doing that when I went to file my taxes I was like Mm. oh no refund this year no literally (laughs) (laughs) I feel that heavily I was like oh that's gonna hurt and so somebody gave me advice and they're like well if you're making this money as a um sole proprietor you know yeah. under your social it was like you need to open an llc like yep. stat and i was like you're right so mm-hmm. i started so out nice. as an llc a few uh, years later i ended up i'm an s corporation right now so now okay, because good. of the uh way i'm set up and the amount of money and having mm-hmm. employees i pay myself regularly so i can meet those s corp requirements for uncle sam and not get dinged yep. but yeah it's <laughs> been yeah so i've definitely grown into that but it definitely yeah. started like it was uh you were literally like forced into it yeah, and, and I mean, rightfully so. I mean, right. uh, to be completely transparent. Well, yeah, I guess. And to be transparent, I um, don't do well being micromanaged or told what to do. I think um, we all have that in common. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So even when I was in the military, like people say, Tess, you're in the military. That is interesting. And the reason why they say that is because they know me now. And they're like, you actually listen to someone? And I said, well... <laughs> The one thing about me is I'll do whatever's necessary when it's necessary. So I will bite the bullet. I yeah. will, you know, swallow my own little pride or ego mm-hmm. if I know what the end goal is and what the big picture is going to yes. be. So, yes, tests can be told what to do. It's okay. calculated. It is. It's calculated. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so what, what came first, the marketing firm or? Yeah, the, it's like business services. I do okay. a lot of marketing now, but right. it did start out with, like, straight boring accounting bookkeeping yeah. services okay. yeah. and then again because of that time period social media was just being born right oh. there weren't business platforms at mm. all yet for social mm-hmm. media i used to have two personal facebook pages okay this is really going to date me i had <laughs> i used um, myspace mm-hmm. uh-huh for business. For business. That's, that's interesting, yeah. Yeah, I made two separate pages because there was no business. Yeah, and, you, you, but I wanted yeah. people to know what I was doing. Yeah, and so, you were, you were ahead, ahead of the curve. I was ahead yeah. of it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, I need them to see this, though. And mm-hmm. um, I wasn't a mom yet because I didn't have Aaron until I was 25. But at okay. 21, 22 years old, I didn't have a lot of money to right. be 
paying for a large marketing company or this or that. So I learned how to do it myself and I just used whatever resources I had. So yeah, I gave my business card out and talked to everyone about what I was doing, which is part of my secret sauce now. Yeah. I tell people that when I'm coaching, because now you know I have the uh, consulting firm Mm -hmm. and I have a real estate team and Mm -hmm. I also am a pro coach for all newly licensed agents that come into Keller Williams, Philadelphia. So the first thing, and I beat it to death is, you're not having small talk with me without me telling you what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. If you're it's some, part of your identity. It is yeah. part of my identity, right. and I'm going to use every moment and take every and take advantage of every moment I have in front of someone that I don't yeah. know to explain the different things. I have a whole array of services. I can help you do something. Mm-hmm. I can help you with something. Exactly. You, have, you do have that where it's, it's like, it's, yeah. with us, it's like, okay, we might, you might not want a facial. You might not want lashes. So it's not everyone can support you in your businesses. Yeah. It's like, wow, I can do something for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Literally That's amazing. point yeah. them in the right direction too, yes. which is why yeah. I love building a network of other businesses like you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't tell anyone else. People say, I get a lot of compliments from Miranda doing my lashes, like a lot. And then I'm in Philly most of the time now. You know what I mean? Like a lot of my time is spent there. And so I think the only reason why you guys' door isn't beat down is because obviously the <laughs> geographical distance. But, right. you know, when people do that. So me plugging in other businesses, that builds like some loyalty. That builds like Absolutely. a back and forth. You know what I mean? So when you build those uh, relationships with other business owners and they're like, wow, she sends people here all the time. So if someone were to walk in here and be like, I don't know what to do with my life. I I, um, I might like real estate. Miranda, I would bet money. She'd be like, oh, I know this girl. She exactly. coaches you. She can put you in exactly. school for free. She can do that. So that is just like a natural back and forth yeah. that you develop as you're having these. It's all about connections. And I love that you brought up, like, you're literally selling yourself, but mm-hmm. you're also presenting opportunities to people that actually will help them, yeah. you know? And that was a topic that we kind of talked about in our last episode mm-hmm. about how you present yourself as an entrepreneur out in public because you are, you're the face of your businesses. It's yeah, very so. important how you present yourself to others. 110%. And- yeah. So, so in your opinion, what are some of the most important skills and qualities for success as a real estate agent specifically? Stuff that you, maybe some advice that you give your your students um, off the bat, just some initial advice. Yeah. One is you have to be organized. Mm. Okay. And this is like such a pain point for a lot of people is when you're taking time to build any type of business. Um, you need to be organized. You need to put systems in place. And in real estate, sometimes I realize that people, especially when I have these newly licensed agents that come, and even agents that have been in the business for a while and have reached a certain level of success and then they plateau, it's because they're missing this. And what this is is every type of client needs a process. Mm. So if... If someone comes to me or someone on my team, the Tess Adams team, and they're like, can you help me sell my house? There's a process for that. Of course we can help you sell your house. There is a guide that we have. There is a flow of the transaction. Everyone gets, like, the same treatment. So I don't care. It's a protocol. It's a protocol, yeah. Yeah. So I don't care if it's a $200,000 house or a $2 million house. We're getting professional photography done. We have our descriptions written a certain way. We get it listed. There's timing. So you, but you need that set up so that every, I teach the system to everyone on the team and to all the newly licensed agents. So then they're just applying it. Right. right. So everybody's on the same page. Yeah. Too. If, yeah if, if, 
someone calls me and they're like, hey, again, what's up my house? And I just wing it every right. time. <laughs> then it's gonna look different every time. There's no consistency. The french fries at McDonald's, no matter what McDonald's you go to, taste the same. Right. And that's why everyone likes McDonald's french fries. Right. Right. So if you, and they work, right? McDonald's right. been around forever mm -hmm. and, and they make a lot of money off the mm -hmm. french fries. So yep. if you want that to apply to your business, especially in real estate, then your fries need to taste the same every time. Mm -hmm. That, the level of service, um, the follow up, the mm -hmm. taking care of your client after the sale. Mm, that's you know, big too, one thing that really is like one of my pet peeves in the real estate industry is that when an agent tends to reach a certain level of business, the first thing they do, the first things they start to stop doing are things that are providing that extra customer service. Number one is they stop showing up to settlements with their clients. Mm, There's so many different big. things that can happen in the settlement table and so many questions that come up. It would, it's literally the equivalent to Let's say you're in a long court case and then your day of sentencing, your lawyer doesn't show up with you. Yeah, crazy. Sheesh. Crazy. It, it literally irks my nerve. And again, it's something that I get criticism for. Tess, mm -hmm. why are you making time to go to settlement? Because it's the most important part of the transaction. This right. is like the, oh, I the don't, show at the end of the pro all the yeah, practice. They're like, yeah. oh, I don't go I, I don't go to settlement anymore. Da, 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 da. I'm like, and that's why your client will be my client next year. Exactly. Mm. You know what I mean? Period. So like mm. it's, you know, you can have assistance and people helping you throughout the transaction. Like I hire transaction coordinators. I'm not doing all that paperwork. Right, I'm not right. running to the county and getting permits and right, da, da, right. da, 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 da. I'm not doing that. Because I'm too busy for that, right? right? Yeah. But I'm most certainly going to show up at settlement. And if you don't show up to settlement, you can't get those awesome settlement pictures and videos. And then <laughs> right, the, the, content. Content. <laughs> the content. And further promote your business so you continue to grow. Like, how, yeah. dare, how dare you not show up for your yeah, client at the table? Are you kidding me right now? Ooh. That's the first thing they do. And then they also stop following up with their clients post-settlement. So I sold mm. your house. How about a couple weeks later? How's everything going? Yeah, right. How about an auto email goes out a, a year, year later, later. saying, mm -hmm. you know, congratulations on your one year anniversary in yep. your home. Yep. How about every six months you send email like, hey, if you or anyone you know needs to buy or sell real estate, please keep me in mind. If yep. you don't stay top of mm -hmm. mind. And just use the email blast. It can't like, come on. Listen, people, get yeah. like I'm not, I'm not unrealistic. <laughs> I'm not picking up the phone. I barely pick up my phone. Right. I have systems in place for that. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. So do you use any specific media sources that you love? Like Google Drive, Canva. Is there any that top of your head that you're like, I love these. These keep me. Oh, well, Google is. Love Google G Drive. Suite is it. Mm -hmm. Yes. G Suite it's is it, it bro. Yeah, it's G it. Suite <laughs> is it. But like, I mean, I could, I mean, I love Canva. I don't know where Canva was my whole life. When that came out, like yeah. that has scaled. <laughs> My business, I mean, and because imagine guys like, I've had my business for 17 years. I don't know when they made Canva. It was quite a few years ago. It's like from Australia or something like that, but I didn't know it existed. Yeah. And I used to do everything by hand. I was using freaking paint, guys, paint, paint program, wow. Microsoft yeah, paint, paint. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, design yeah. people's <laughs> logos and draw stuff. Yep, you know what I mean? I believe mean? it. So, so I'm like super grateful for technology, but yeah, G Suite is definitely it. I mean, I use like QuickBooks for my accounting and okay. right. I keep it in the military. We used to say kiss it. it means keep it simple, stupid. Kiss it. I like that. Kiss it. I like that. You got to keep, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Less, less is, is more. more. Less yeah. Is more. Yeah. yeah. And that's Works why I'm smarter, thankful for harder. all these media sources, mm -hmm. the G Suite, mm -hmm. the yeah. Canva, because it helps you keep it all together. Yeah. Um, even with accounting, like Mint, Intuit, yeah. those, yeah. those type of apps, you can check your spending categories, all that stuff. It's for, I mean, 
free for the most part, yeah. you know, but yeah. it's worth an investment. It's, worth it's a it. couple dollars. Yeah. Because if you don't know your numbers in business, you're not in business. Yes. Your business is running you. You're not running yeah. your business. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to know, like you can ask me at any point, like what are our stats? You know, what do we have? What's our volume right now? What do we have going on? Blah, blah, blah. And I can tell you. Yeah, I can tell you exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, we utilize Canva for um, social media a lot yeah. with social media marketing. Well, if you're in real it's estate and you're not yeah. on social media, you're not in real estate right now. You're getting <laughs> exactly. left in the dust. I was. Yeah. That was literally my oh, next question. That, that, that was what I was leading into. <laughs> no, that was the next question yeah. was, how do you use social media to advantage in your business? Because you are very active on social media. Mm-hmm. You tell all of your... Um, all of your students to be active on social media. That's something you're really good at. You have two successful social media pages. Yeah. So how do you use it to your advantage? I mean, you just have to use it. Yeah. You right. just literally have to use it. And I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest, like it wasn't until a couple of weeks ago I did my, no, it's been a month ago now, but I did my first, I've always done a lot of videos and you'll see me in videos like, uh, talking, but no sound, or like, I'm just there being cute or whatever. I'm showing a house or mm-hmm. I'm doing an event, but I've never done a selfie video where I was actually talking in the video. I yeah. hate my voice. And I just, it was so uncomfortable for me, but it's something I've been telling my like students in the pro coaching program or the people yeah. on my team, like, guys, you need to go do this. It's personable. Man, you leading by that. example, guys, is tough. It's so tough. I had to break the seal. And I was over in the uh, Keller Williams Fishtown office about a month ago, and I was waiting for a first-time home buyer to show up. And that office is super cute. And I felt super cute. I and I was like, you're talking about. Yes, I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to do it. And then and once I did it. now – my level of no F's given, I'm like, record me in my PJs. I don't care. Thank you. Yeah. So as soon as Thank you get you. over the one video, I promise you the nerves and the jitters go away. Mm-hmm. And it gets easier. Um, I have um, a team. Like, that's a part of my real estate process, too, is it's not just a real estate agent that gets you through the deal, right? You got to have a lender. You got to have a title person, et cetera. And I work very closely with my lender partner. I literally love them. And they're that's so good. supportive. They're supportive of Tess Adams. And then the Tess Adams team and the pro coaching and everything I do. But I use Go Magnum Loans, period, okay. period. Okay. Yes, <laughs> period. And so they have a team uh, member, and we had a, another business partner come in, and they asked me and um, one of their, their team members to do, like, this video to help promote their business. Mm-hmm. And the team member, he was, like, trying to do the video a million times. And I was like, I'm t- I was like, let me just get this done because I got to go back to work. And so we did the video in one take. And so now there's a hashtag on his board in his office that says one take test. (laughs) So I I have been like very motivated by that. So I'm like, I'm going to do this video. I'm going to like it the first time. I don't care if I mess up a little bit. I'm so hard to do. Commit to it. Yeah. Commit to it. Like it's okay if it's not 100% perfect or whatever. There's always going to be things you nitpick. And that's same with us with the podcast. Like I'm editing it. There's, it would be so easy for me to sit there. The first two episodes took me like seven, eight hours to edit because I was in every little thing. I'm like, oh, I said um too many times. I did this. Exactly. Now I'm like, F it. That's the point. Screw of the it. Whole, yeah. It's being genuine. I it think is. there's something to be said for that, like, I'm human factor. Yeah. I, it I mean, shows. People yeah. relate to it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't, we have a lot of AI and a lot of automated people calling us and answering the phone or, you know, we need customer service and we got to talk to 50 robots before we get to a human. Mm-hmm. I think there's mm-hmm. something to be said for having that human error and that quality and everything so being very genuine and just committing to whatever it is you're trying to promote but yeah if you're not on social media in any business but especially in real estate Mm -hmm. what are you doing yeah what are you doing (laughs) what are you doing because nobody knows 
It's yeah. free. Yeah. And yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? Knows. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. As someone who works in both real estate and marketing, do you have any tips for estheticians or beauty entrepreneurs specifically um, to effectively market their business as far as like business services? Yeah. Should you hire a business consultant, X, Y, Z? Yeah, I think that depending on that specific business owners or like salon owners, you know, set of personal skills, always paying someone to even sit down and have a conversation and get your thoughts out or help get them organized is going to help you exponentially. It will help you instantly too. Because I know there's things where like I'm going to read something, write something, post something, and I'll say, Alex, listen to me for a second because I got I to gotta say it out loud. Yes. And even... She doesn't even need to respond or say anything sometimes. I'll just be reading it. And when I am reading it out loud, I know someone else is listening. It makes me correct myself or adjust things. Mm -hmm. And so I always think that getting consulting, whether it's a legitimate business consultant or a partner or your employees or whatever you have going on, your clients, ask, Mm. communicate with your clients. They're going to tell you what they need. Yeah. True. You're not here to tell people what they need. You're here to, you're service-based. If you're in the beauty world, you're you're here to serve. Right. You're in in the beauty business. You're here to serve. You're here to make uh, others feel great about themselves. And so the biggest thing with any marketing is consistency mm-hmm. and having a realistic expectation of your return on the investment you're making. Um, this happens a lot in the real estate world and it might happen with you guys. We will pick one uh, mode of marketing. Like let's say they want to put door hangers out or they want to send postcards out. Mm-hmm. They spend 50 bucks, they send out 200 postcards and then they just sit there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I didn't get a phone call. No, you, you need to get the energy rolling. You have Keep to get the, the ball rolling. It's about the touches. We, and, mm-hmm. you know, I always say, like, you have to touch a person so many times before you get that response yes. or you get that sale. And there's, yes. like, a lot of math and statistics behind that. So being yeah. consistent. And the other thing is, too, which, I, unfortunately, this has to be said, you have to be genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At your Absolutely. core, you have to be You have to yourself. be genuine. You have to really have a passion for what you're, mm-hmm. you're doing. Like, I couldn't be in the beauty world because the most I do with myself is brush my hair and Miranda puts my lashes on for me. Thank God. Because <laughs> without sense. my lashes, <laughs> I look really plain Jane, you know? And so, <laughs> so I would not be successful doing what you guys do. But you guys are successful because the uh, physical space that you've established mm-hmm. and the customer service and the high quality services that you're providing, mm-hmm. you know, are what brings us mm-hmm. back. And, and it's, it. the pa- it's because we have that passion behind yes. it. That's exactly why. Yeah. A passion to give people an experience that they'll love. Yeah, you, know? yeah. you can 100%. tell You can tell when someone doesn't have passion. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're someone miserable. that's in it just for the money, whatever, you can tell. Yeah, they're miserable. They don't, their follow-up game is weak. Yes. Because they, they are in front of you in that moment, and they're like, are you going to give me what I want? Are you going to uh, pay me? Are right. you going to buy a house with me? Are you going to get your lashes done? If not, okay, I'm not talking to you. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's very quick. There's going to be no uh, repeat business. You're not Correct. establishing a relationship. Correct. Yeah. And no you're not loyalty, selling yourself. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't know who you are. You're exactly you know? right. Yeah, you got to give your sure. personality and, like, be yourself 100%. Exactly. All right, Tess, another question we have for you. Um, how do you think the beauty industry and the real estate industry intersect? And are there any specific opportunities that you think can arise from this intersection of both yeah. of our jobs? I mean, I think that it's more than an intersection. I think that, um, and obviously more so for the women in mm-hmm. real estate, um, your necessity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because, um, unfortunately, real estate agents are notorious 
for using the same profile photo and ah. business card photo. <laughs> and um, it's from 20 years ago. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Maybe longer. Mm-hmm. Right. I forget what decade it was when those, like, Olin Mills glamour shots were mm-hmm. going on. I can, mm-hmm. like, picture it right now. Yeah, so um, there's agents, there's female agents I see billboards for Christ's sake, uh, and all types of stuff. <laughs> Plastered on the highway. Yes, and I'm like, that's from 82. <laughs> like, and you can look like pinpoint that it. Yeah, I'm like, that's, that's literally 1982. And so, and then what happens is, let's say you're online, you go on this website, yeah. Keller Williams, for example, and you're like, oh, she looks nice. She looks like a nice young lady. I want her to come help me sell my house. Because, uh-huh. because the fact is, uh, right, wrong, or indifferent, if someone is moving to a new area and they don't know an agent, they don't know anyone in that area, mm-hmm. they go, they Google mm-hmm. real estate agents in Wilmington, Delaware, and a gazillion things are going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Right. They're going to click on whatever website's first or has mm-hmm. whatever office has the most reviews. They're going to go to that office roster, and then they're going to start looking at people's faces. Mm-hmm. Who looks nice to me? Who looks yeah. familiar to me? Who do, who looks Somebody like me? Somebody I can me? connect yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. Who can I, they're going to relate they, to. Yeah, they mm-hmm. might read like a couple lines of a bio and be like, oh, they like to ski. I like to ski. That guy can help me find a house. Like, you don't you know. Right. So you're you being right. judged off your face. Mm-hmm. Imagine being a young couple trying to move to Wilmington because you get a job at J.P. Morgan or something. Yeah. You go on to that office's website, and you're like, oh, Mary Beth looks awesome. Let me call her. Yeah. And then you go to meet her, and she's 62. Yeah. And you thought you were going to meet literally someone your age. in yeah. the real estate industry. No, you industry. literally get real estate catfished. <laughs> you get crazy. real estate catfished. And now Mary Beth is probably a really seasoned, knowledgeable yes. agent, and mm-hmm. she's probably one of the best people to help you because she has all this experience. But you want to – people want to work with someone they can relate to and they trust to know, yeah. like, what they want. Mary Beth is going to be more like – focused on the financial aspects and what is comfortable for her. And mm-hmm. a 62 year old woman doesn't live the same life that a young couple does. Exactly. So you're not equally yoked with this agent. And yes, you got That's real exactly estate it. catfished. So mm. no matter what age we are as women, we are beautiful in every decade and era of our life. Our looks change drastically, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. compared to men. So I feel that women in the real estate business, I mean, men can get facials and do stuff like that too, but I'm not talking about men today. It's Women's <laughs> History Month, and I'm talking about yes, my girls, uh, okay? So okay. <laughs> specifically for women, like, you know, for us to keep our looks up and to keep ourselves looking presentable yeah, is super important. Yeah, that's yeah. where you guys come in. It's super important. I stay getting my lashes done because I know myself. I don't really know how to do makeup like that. I can get my hair together, but I want to look presentable. I don't want to look tired. I don't want to look like I don't want to be here. You know what I mean? So, and for me, popping some lashes on keeps you looking. I mean, I can literally roll out of bed and feel beautiful. So it's, we, it's not an intersection. They Mm -hmm. should be more reliant. And for people in the beauty industry, you need to be marketing to female real estate agents. Right. That yeah. should be part. I that mean, there, first of all, there's thousands of us. Yeah. Um, secondly, they're in every single city and state and country and they need you. Yeah. And if they true. don't know they need you, they will after they hear this podcast. And, <laughs> and it's your job um, as you're marketing yourself as, you know, an esthetician, a lash artist, nail artist, whatever you are, that this is so important for you because you are your brand in real estate. So right. let me help you enhance your brand. Mm-hmm. Ah, enhance. I love that yeah. word. And it's all about the professionalism aspect of it. Being able, as an esthetician, being able to cater to the professional client. So not doing crazy lashes, mm-hmm. being able to mm-hmm. do classics, hybrids, 
more subtle things and if you, if that's not your specialty that's fine if you want to go the big volume crazy that's and that's your lane that's great but we cater to the professional everyday life yeah that's yes. why i'm here exactly like that, <laughs> yeah. that, that those are the clients that we cater to so that's exactly what we want to hear absolutely that's a good um, point so anyone that's listening to this like help as an esthetician if you're trying to find your lane I always go back to this, know mm-hmm. your ideal client, know your ideal client and Absolutely. what they, what their careers may be, what they, you know, their everyday lifestyle is like so that you can cater to them. Yeah. Yes. Come up with a package just for a certain career field. That's, That's a good so idea. Smart. Yeah. yeah. There's mm-hmm. certain like, you know, I know that people in the medical industry can only have like certain length nails. They only right. have we have a colors. lot of nurses. Yeah, we have, yeah. we have a nurses. surgeon that comes here. And yeah. So yeah. have a package set up just for that. Yeah. Like the beauty doctor. The there beauty doctor. Take that and run with it. You know what Next I mean? month, like, yeah. you'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> Launching. Yeah. You know, you can have like your real estate pro package. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like yeah. come get, be ready all the time. You know, like stuff like that. But just, yes. yeah, knowing your lane and your niche is super important. And we do mm-hmm. have that. I have that with my business, TA Management Consulting. I don't market myself to like Fortune 500 companies. I prefer and I want to work with the mom and pop shop on the corner. Yeah. I want to work with the single mom who's starting her own hair salon or mm-hmm. daycare in her home or lash mm-hmm. company or what have you. I've like my passion is not to help people that are already wealthy get more wealthy. Mm-hmm. My passion is to keep small business alive because that's what all of our Wherever you live, that's where your town, city, country was founded on mm-hmm. yeah. and was entrepreneur. Somebody had to do it first. Yeah, yeah I feel you like know. that really defines what kind of boss you are, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> <Definitely>. Yes. <laughs> and that's a nice little segue into our next topic. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today's title is Boss Behavior. So I really want to hear what your definition of like a boss woman really is. And I'm really interested to hear it from you because you're somebody who is naturally extremely nurturing. You care about all of your clients, all of your coworkers, all of your students. Like, and I feel like that's what really makes or breaks a really good boss. Mm -hmm. So I want to hear what's your, what's your definition? Yeah. I mean, for me, I know that this, uh, boss term is used very loosely. Yeah. Especially nowadays. Right. Oh man. And then like boss, everyone's a boss. Everyone's a boss. (laughs) And then we add these awesome derogatory terms after it. And they're like, Mm -hmm. I'm a boss B. I'm Mm -hmm. like, "Mm -hmm, you are a B. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so, but no, in, in all seriousness, uh, being a saying like the word boss almost makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And, Mm for me to just be very transparent because I don't want a boss. Yeah. I don't want to make boss in me. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot <laughs> You're of a leader. I'm a leader. A I leader. do. Yeah. But, yeah. And, you know, but you do have to have, uh, times when you are leading people, you have to boss them mm-hmm. or you have to, you do have to manage them. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have moments, you have teaching moments, mm-hmm. you know, when there are mistakes made or poor decisions made, you do have these moments. And, uh, I'm always coming from a place of, Yes, actually genuinely caring or love. Yeah. Um, I don't have people on my team or that I work with that I can't uh, interact with on that level. Right. I actually uh, have to deal with a high level of criticism because, mm-hmm. you know, in a lot of the in a lot of business segments um, and in our business world, it's kind of cutthroat. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is where the way I am, uh, it's a man's world. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, especially being a woman in yeah, your it industry. Is, like, yeah, both industries. I, yeah. I used to be the only woman all mm. the time, especially sure. in the accounting field. The, mm. oh, the first yeah, company yeah, I worked yeah. for, I was the youngest and I was the only female. 
When I was in the military, I was the only female engine mechanic in a 400-man squadron. Wow. Yeah. So and you're then, almost used to it, but it, yeah. it wasn't easy. No, it's never. It's not. It's mm-hmm. not easy. I was just dealing with what I call man problems. Mm-hmm. I'm single, and I have more man problems than any girl <laughs> with a husband or a boyfriend, I'll tell you right now, because <laughs> I am in a very male-dominated world all the time. Right. And um, because of the way that I choose to operate in business, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mesh. And a lot of men uh, that I'm having to be a boss with in a moment, mm-hmm. I don't uh, come at them. I'm not cursing at them. I'm not going to get down on their level. I'm very much like momish. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I said what I said and I meant it. Yep. You can keep talking. I'm not changing my mind. Yep. Exactly. And that you doesn't. Have boundaries. I do have boundaries <laughs> and it doesn't bode well. You know what I mean? And also, I'm, I refuse to um, give in to the idea or notion that you can't, like, stand with ten toes down and be genuine and have good intentions. Like, and be kind. And be kind. Like, there's never, there's never going to be enough money that someone can offer me to do something in business to where I have to literally hurt someone else yeah. to do well in my business. Stepping on other yeah. people's toes. Yeah, and mm. unfortunately, because the way businesses run, I do fall short sometimes. I and was just about to say no, that. No, 100%. Yeah. I, would be, I would be 10 times, I would have 10 times the amount of money in yeah. my bank account right now if I got on the level of everyone else I have to deal with every day. Yes. Yeah, then you have to go to sleep. I have to go with to all sleep of that in, in, in your heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? In order to become a millionaire, billionaire, anything, you almost have to be able to hurt people. Yeah. And that's like this, the harsh reality of it. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, I don't even necessarily know if I want to get there. Like, yeah. if, obviously yeah. that would be great, but I don't want to do it if I have to hurt people and step on people and do yeah. that. I, I want to be genuine. I want to be kind. Mm-hmm. I want to help people. And if, if I can make a million in, in the I'd process, rather, great. But yeah. yeah, I think it's definitely possible. I yeah, think it, I th- it has to be. It is possible. I'm literally on a mission. I've come very close. I've worked really hard from a very young age, and I've uh, made a great deal of money, mm-hmm. um, especially considering my age, yeah. you know, and accomplished a lot. And I'm like, even though I, because I have high standards for myself, I'm not, I don't know if I'll ever say, I did everything I wanted yeah, to. I don't know if curse. that's possible for me. I don't think curse. anybody could. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I'll ever be there, but in my mind, it is possible. It's just a lot more difficult. Yeah, it's, it's all about it's more hurdles. bringing people up with you, I feel yeah. like is really key to becoming successful, making all that money without hurting people. Instead of stepping on that person, give that person some advice. Bring give them an opportunity. Give, bring them to the table, right, you know? Right, that's yeah. exactly yeah, it. Yeah, 110%. But yeah, it is. It's very much... Uh, uh, it's still a man's world. It, it, it sure absolutely is. is. The only difference is it's interesting for us. It's a woman's world in our in, in our, our industry. This is one of the mm-hmm. few industries where it's completely female dominated. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so it's interesting to it's interesting to hear that as well because we don't really have to deal with as much of that. Exactly. And I didn't really. I haven't really thought about that before. Now we don't yeah. really have to deal with a lot of male. Yeah. Male, male opinion, male, right. you know, yeah. in our, but your clients do but exactly. Clients they husband do. look. Yeah. The amount of women that come in here and they're I don't they come in here like, look, I need to go from a um, from a volume to a classic because my husband said it's too much. I'm like, <laughs> girl, <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, do you have? You kind of already touched on this, but do you have any other tips for um, women who are in leadership? Bryn is uh, owner of her own business. Right. I'm the manager here. We have um, P 
people around us, you know, that look up to us for leadership. Do you have any other tips in general? Like, um, I what I will say because I I notice it a lot is when if you are a woman in business, and even though you're in a female dominated industry, when you go to apply for a loan, when you go to grow, when you go to interact with any other business owners, or if you're in a situation where you are the only female in the room, don't ever um, break character as far as you being that boss and you being that owner, be very confident. Mm -hmm. And also, it's so easy when you get in a situation where you're uncomfortable or you feel like you're being like beat up a little bit in a room or in the boardroom or whatever. The victim role is not it. Mm. Mm, never. Mm. And, you know, uh, <laughs> trying to play a role or like to gain sympathy of some sort. Yeah. I think that even if in the moment you don't feel like your point was heard or you're not being respected in the moment while you're voicing your opinion or asking for what you want and they don't give it to you, mm-hmm. um, if you stand again with 10 toes down, your head up high, you're confident and you are being reasonable and intelligent with what you're talking about and what you're asking for. When you leave that room, those men are going to have more respect for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then your next conversation will be completely different. Mm. Yeah. So once you establish that respect, it's, it's good from there, but it's hard to actually get that respect. Yeah, and as place. a woman, like, I know that, like, listen, I, I'm all about equality and stuff like that, but I'm also realistic. Mm-hmm. We, we aren't equal yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet. I don't know if we ever will be, Yeah. right? It so might, don't fool not. yourself into thinking that you can rap back and forth with a man or get on that level or get into a cursing match with a man in business or anything like that. You're never going to win. Yeah. You're never going to win that. So having that mentality is only going to hurt you. Knowing mm. that you are a woman and you're in your lane and just making sure that you are correct about everything that you're saying and that you're very justified in the things that you're asking for. Like, you know, the reality is we have to do extra work to do that. Mm-hmm. So fighting that is not going to get you what you need. You need to be the neck and turn the head. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Being taken serious in a room is very difficult. Mm-hmm. But as a female leader, what do you have a specific experience on what has been your most ex- significant barrier um, in uh, in your career? Yeah. By being taken seriously in a room. I don't want to like um, sound like super arrogant, but being a beautiful woman in business. Yeah. That's just facts. Is a curse. <laughs> they talk about pre- mm. Yeah, this is the whole topic. You're about to say, no, you're about to say, you're about to say the PP, which is pretty Pretty privileged. And let me tell you, let me tell you how being a beautiful woman has definitely got me at boardroom tables Mm. or um, being offered opportunities. But if you think for two seconds that as soon as I signed that paper, there wasn't an offer of something I didn't want no parts of after Mm -hmm. or that Mm -hmm. when I didn't do everything they thought was going to happen. They pull or that contract they right pull, away. They try whatever. to pull your card. Like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. yeah, we gave you this opportunity. And I'm just going to say it. If you're not going to go on a date with me, have dinner with me, or sleep with me, this opportunity is not there for you anymore. And let me tell you, ladies, that you will always lose that game. Mm-hmm. The moment you will, you might have um, that instant gratification or you might get a couple dollars up front. Right. You will lose at the end of the day. The moment, big. the moment that your moral <laughs> compass goes south, mm-hmm. you're gonna lose. There's literally not enough 
money in the world and you will lose the opportunity because the the man is always going to have that over us you're right. exactly right and i i know that a lot of women are going to hear this and be like no it's 2023 I'm like blah, i'm going to use blah. him i'm going to get my way to the top i'm going to yeah. use him blah, you're blah. still you're, you're still losing, losing. you're losing yes. because your name will not be brought up in a positive light right yeah they All have of, the control they at have the end of the day. giving them more control if exactly. anything exactly yeah you no. literally give them more control you you have a moment where you feel like you have some kind of control or leverage mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The moment you give in, you just lost all your leverage. Yeah, it's out the window. It's the harsh reality. It's out it. the window. Mm -hmm. It it's just what it is. So you have to make a decision every day about who you are as a woman, what your boundaries are, and what you really want. Some women, that's great. There's yeah. someone out here that are running these men's pockets, right. and they live in condos and are driving, you know, right. Benz and. And if that's the life you want, that's Good great. And I'm that. not judging. Good for that. Oh, right, yeah. There's, right, right, right. I, I'm zero judgment over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But I also am a single mom with an 11-year-old little boy. And uh, he would be really disappointed and embarrassed if little boys at school were like, hey, your mom, da-da-da-da-da. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I think about mm -hmm. this all the time. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, you just have to choose the life you want, the reputation you mm -hmm. want, and trying to fight the system and to battle with men, you're, it's just not going to work out for you. Yeah. There's certain fights that are worth fighting. There's certain fights that you're just, that it's are. better to just yeah. walk away from, honestly. Mm -hmm. Literally, literally. You <laughs> like know, I've been, yeah, I've had to, you know, give up all kinds of financial opportunities. Like I said, I would be 10 times richer. Yeah. It is what it is. I'm not compromising. Yeah, no. And that's why you are where you are. And that's yeah. why we, you will get to where you will get to is yeah. because of the fact that you are going to stand on your stand on your ethics, stand on your morals and stand on your your goals and yourself, you know, yeah. exactly. self-fulfilling. Yeah. And the confidence that you hold. Seriously, I feel like. Yeah, you have a lot of confidence. Yes. Oh, thanks. <laughs> do, you yeah. have, do you have any tips for people that are struggling with confidence? Because I know a ton of girls like I even look at where I was a year ago, two years ago today. Mm -hmm. I, I am nowhere compared to where I am now like building confidence is so hard and I don't know how I would necessarily give advice on it yeah do you have any ideas on how to verbally I mean, give advice yeah I mean a couple things one um knowing your craft or your field and making sure you're highly educated on it mm -hmm. will naturally build your confidence because when you're having a conversation about yes. something you like even if someone tries to uh, have a debate with you on it you know what you're talking about yes. I will, if you ever see me like legitimately arguing with someone, which I don't really like to do, it, it's because I am 1000% that I know what I'm talking about. Yes. If you see yes. me quiet and there's something going on, it's because I'm not a thousand percent sure and I'm not going to make it, a right. fool of myself. Yes, that's, but it's making calculated. Sure, yeah. <laughs> if, if you are a um, lash artist and you know everything about lashes, I don't know anything about lashes, so I'm not having a conversation, but like whatever types of fibers can be used, the lengths of them, what looks best on different face shapes and sizes, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. You know what they do for a living and what's going to be appropriate for their craft. Like you can feel, you're going to naturally feel very confident about the advice you're giving to things you're doing. Mm -hmm. When it comes to um, getting up in the morning and just feeling confident in yourself as like a, physically a yeah, yeah, being physically confident, that's different for everyone. Mm -hmm. I am a little bit of a weirdo. I feel more confident when I'm like a little bit chunky and got some meat on my bones. <laughs> that, I call it my okay. I call it my fighting weight. 
I feel like if I'm too skinny, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't stand a chance in the fight. If I have some meat on my bones, then if I have to literally fight, I feel like I, I'm at my fighting weight. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I eat what I want. I do complain. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, oh, these spanks are so tight. Geez. Yeah. But you know, of course. Yeah. But like for me, and that's different. Some women uh, prefer to be super thin. Other women want to be, you know, thickety thick. That's yeah. why BBLs are crazy right now. You know what I mean? And so, that's, mm-hmm. And that's fine. Again, per just, person. It's what per person. You, you got to be confident and choose. You have to make decisions. The where we mess up as women is before we leave our house, we don't have our minds made up. Mm-hmm. We don't know where our moral compass is. We don't mm-hmm. necessarily take time to sit down and say, what are my boundaries? What are my morals? What are my ethics? Like that's You're a conversation right. you have to have with yourself. You're exactly yeah. right. And that's going to change. You know, I grew up in a very culturally and religious diverse situation. So I had the privileged to seeing all different types of things, hearing all different mm-hmm. types of opinions, seeing different beliefs, um, having the best food, not for nothing, but different cultural you know, beauty standards. Yeah. So. And, oh yeah. Cultural yeah, beauty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, 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 I was able to determine what was right for me and what's confident made me feel confident every day. And, you have to do the things for yourself. You cannot yeah. worry about what you look like, what you sound like, what your nails are, what your hair is, what your lashes are. It's, it cannot be for anyone else except for yourself. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. care what your husband yeah. says. I don't care what the girls in your classroom are saying. I don't care what the other nurses are doing at the hospital. Like, You have to be happy and confident with yourself and do everything for yourself first. Because if you don't, you literally will be chasing that thing called happiness forever. Mm -hmm. Look, say it again for the people in the back. (laughs) Yeah, you literally have to do it Mm. for yourself. I'm single. I don't get up and get cute for anybody. Except for you. Except for me. Mm -hmm. And that's that's something I had to realize is like, I don't have to get cute every day. There's no, like, I have my own business. I can come as I am and people will still pay me, but I need to do it for myself. I need to feel good. I need to feel cute. Yeah. If I get out of, the days just go totally different on the days where you feel cute and the days you don't. Oh, absolutely. Like, totally different days. I might have a different attitude. I might send my emails a little differently. You know, not to a major extent, not to a noticeable extent, but to me, I know I'm acting different. Listen, Mm -hmm. Tess with the uh, sweats and the hoodie and the hair in a ponytail is not even Tess anymore. I I call her Trina. (laughs) (laughs) I might care a little less. I might care a little less when you see me like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's my, it's like my alter Alter ego. ego. And and Trina comes out when necessary. You know what I mean? So like, I think you should have that. I think everyone should have a little alter ego. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like very necessary because if, if I'm dressed nice and professional, then yes, I'm going to act nice and professional and if tests. i'm in my fight clothes i'm in my fight clothes yeah i love that so what do you do to fill up your cup because you spend your entire career pouring into others mm-hmm. yeah. so what do you do to fill yourself back up for your self-care i like self-care sundays oh i love Sundays. <laughs> yes i like self-care sundays because i mean i do i can work 70 some hours a week you know yeah and or always be working like from the time my eyes open mm-hmm. till I go to bed at night but I um like bath time mm-hmm. I like yes. to put herbs in my bath I'm yes. a rose petal essential oil you're a big holistic self-care I, very all much the so. tips I've literally gotten so much advice from you from the magnesium citrate to the different teas yeah. I'm yeah you're like taking care of me yeah. <laughs> I am I very much I, I mean I love 
I do. I do. Well, the other thing is too is, um, like I said, I grew up in a very like diverse with diverse families, and also guys, I grew up poor. Mm-hmm. We did not have anything <laughs> when I was growing up, and my family on both sides like very much immigrants. Mm-hmm. So, um, I didn't. I didn't have. We didn't have health insurance. Unless I broke a bone or was, like, looking like I was going to die, mm-hmm. I, I went to the emergency room. Right. We didn't have pri- primary care. What? What's a primary care physician? Right. I yeah. don't know what that is. So my grand and I was also raised by my grandparents. Okay. Right? So, I mean, my parents were around, but heavy, like, being taken care of by or my influence. grandparents. Right. Right. So, right. and mind you, on the one side of my family, my grandparents were 72 when I was 14. Oh, okay. So. There was, that was. Yeah. When hard. I was sick, it was. She would literally go in the backyard, grab a couple herbs, get yep. some ginger, whatever. When I tell you ginger will cure everything in your life, I believe yeah. depending on how it's applied and how you use it, it literally ginger does. Ginger is my right. girl. Ginger is that girl. <laughs> and honey is like the most medicinal thing mm-hmm. on the planet. Like honey doesn't go bad. Mm-mm. So right. if, if a substance. Antibacterial. Yeah. If a substance literally cannot rot or go bad, what do you think that's doing for you when you for put it in insides. your body? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think that you know, having an understanding. I mean, I, I mean, we have so many like advances and so much technology with medicine. And I know it's like very necessary, but mm-hmm. I truly believe that if you're as like natural as you can be from rip, you don't necessarily need all that. Yeah. Utilizing nature. Yeah. My That's son, my son, I mm-hmm. have homemade antibiotics in my house. Yeah. And some people are like, what? My son doesn't go to the doctor. Do as far as what as yeah. far as like your life do what you believe right. yeah. is better like I cannot yeah. stand the judgment of yeah. holistic versus like yeah. medical versus yeah. western medicine I can't stand it like just do mm-hmm. what you believe yeah that's is what I'm saying like whatever best. is good like, for you but exactly. if you ask me what I do and I tell you exactly. then I'm like well it, I mean no I mean I do believe in God right so I mm-hmm. think that this earth was made with literally everything we need to survive and it's just I, again I mm-hmm. educating yourself so I can speak yeah. very confidently about this right now because yes. no matter what your doctor says or this or that I literally use it and apply it and it literally works in real life, in real mm-hmm. life. Yeah. so you can't tell me that something's not good or doesn't work when I literally right. you have, have the results I have the results right. mm-hmm. experiments done yeah. <laughs> and I'm not anti-medicine like when it comes no of to course it. not I mean I got like I said, I'm a wounded veteran. If we didn't have doctors and they didn't like get the bullet out of me, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Right. Exactly. You gotta yeah. be like able to pull from both yeah. sides. Both ends. Yeah. 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 I support. I support it all. So. Yes. I love it. Love to hear it. Um, and I know another way you like to spend self care is, of course, with us. Oh yeah. I, lo- <laughs> I literally, literally hour love and a half. It. Yeah. That you lay down and you literally just get like some peace and quiet. Oh, that's my therapy. You the music and we chat a little bit and then you check out and you have beautiful lashes. Yeah, that's the best. I love that form of self care. <laughs> you're a busy woman, so yeah. for you oh, and to I make have the that, time. Exactly, you make the time, yes. but it also saves you time on your day to day basis of yeah. not only the confidence that it can bring you, but also just the professionalism, the appearance, all that mm-hmm. stuff. It just takes time off of your day. You don't have to worry about getting up in the morning and doing your makeup. Yeah, no. And I couldn't every day. I yeah. literally couldn't yeah. every day. I mean, I might not go to bed till 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm still got to get up at 5.30. Right. Who looks cute after three and a half hours of sleep? <laughs> True. I do. You my sure do. Yeah. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> and it's the, not for nothing, it's the uh, girl time. Yes. Yeah. You got to spend that girly yeah. time I tell yourself. her that the longest amount of time that I just sit still and I'm not on my phone or on the computer or talking about work is sitting here with Miranda yeah, yeah. I so many of our clients tell us that and it uh-huh. just makes me so happy it just it <laughs> makes me happy too yes yeah. Yeah. lastly we like to ask all of our people um at home 
do you have an unwinding ritual? Like when you get from the workplace to the home, Mm -hmm. what's the best way for you to turn your brain off? Yeah, when I, the few moments I do that, which is usually kind of late at night, mm-hmm. but first of all, I need everyone in my house to be asleep. Yeah. I, need, I need my solitude. Right. Yeah. I don't want anyone talking to me, saying mom. I take care of my mother. <laughs> She's handicapped, so I take care okay. of my mother and my son. Mm-hmm. And I have a little dog. I need all of them to be in their perspective rooms and yeah. asleep. <laughs> and I put on, it's going to make you guys laugh, I, I like the most ratchet reality whatever like TV shit, yeah. <laughs> like whatever, like real housewives me up, you know, yeah, loving, right. loving hip hop me all night. Okay. Like I want to, I want to watch like That's other so people's funny. problems <laughs> yeah, to make so. you not think anything about yours. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, and I am a scotch drinker and a red okay, wine drinker. Okay, so okay. I definitely like to not have, not like, not look at my phone, put my little ratchet reality on, right. Have my little glass of whatever, uh, and PJs in my robe are a must. Mm-hmm. Hair in a messy bun is a must. Yeah. And I just check out for half an hour to 45 minutes. Love it. That's just easy enough. That's good. Yeah. And it works for you. Yeah, I don't get to do it enough. I'm not going to lie. But that is like a complete brain reset for me. I'll fall asleep after that, wake up the next morning, and I'm ready, You're to, ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Mm. Well, we are going to challenge you to the next time we see you. It's for you to give yourself a full self-care day if you can if it's a sunday we're gonna challenge you to do a face mask you, you need to give yourself a day you need to well, give thank yourself- god that it's you guys challenging me because where else am i gonna do all that besides here i'm like i'm like and i'll just make an appointment thank you yeah right <laughs> awesome well that was amazing tess that you was. gave us so that much good lovely. so much good information you're always so fun to talk to yeah. you know we love you here and Let's give a little um, plug for our, all of our social medias. You want to start? Give um, your Instagram. True. Oh yeah. yeah. So um, at your re team um, for my real estate team. It's at call T A M C for my management consulting firm. And then if you just nosy and want to check me out personally, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm the Tess Momster. So it's Momster like monster, but Tess Momster. And it. it's literally <laughs> I have like the most G-rated social media ever. It's literally me, my kid, uh, Alexander. Andra, who's my right-hand woman in life, and I, like, cannot. She's literally also part of my secret sauce. So you will see her all over the page, and she assists me with the pro coaching program. She's a real estate agent on my team, and she uh, first started working with me through my TA management consulting. She's director of operations for there now. So, like, you'll just – it's literally all that. So don't go there looking for anything, you know. (laughs) Anything crazy. It's not spicy. It is a very much, I'm very much a mom. Like I said, like I'm very much a mom, very mom forward personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. That's just the way I approach things. That's who you are. You carry yourself that way. I can only be me. I can only be me. And that's why we love you. Yes. (laughs) And then uh, per usual, I am at MKM Beauty Bar. And I am at DeCourcy Beauty Lounge and then at DeCourcy Beauty. And again, make sure you guys check out our TikTok at SD Besties Podcast to get some first looks and clips. Um, We haven't said this before, but if you guys are tuning in on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Make sure you guys try to go and turn on your automatic download so that it will download automatically for you so that every episode goes straight to your phone. You don't have to do all that extra steps. Correct. So per usual, we're going to pull a little affirmation card just so we can start our day off right or night, depending on what time you're listening to this. And I'm going to have Miss Tess pick for us. Let's make it a good one. Yeah. 
Mm, what'd she say? Ooh. My existence makes the world shine brighter. <gasps> I could not have picked it better. That is perfect. That is true. Stop. That's, I love that. I could shed a tear right now. Oh, oh, I love yeah, it. That's amazing. That was meant for you. It was. Yeah. Perfect that's way crazy. to end our episode. This is episode six. Episode six. Perfect way to end episode six. Thank you again, Tess, no, thank for you. coming. Thank you. you are yes. absolutely the best. Lovely. I hope you had fun. This was your first podcast, right? This is my very first podcast. I hope you guys have me again. This was oh, fun. Oh, we will. We'll oh, spin absolutely. the block. Okay, we'll <laughs> spin the block. Wrap around. Wrap around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we love you guys. We hope you guys have the best rest of your day, and we will catch you in another two weeks. Yep, sounds good. See you later. Bye, guys. Bye.